And we back. And we back. And we back. And we back. Welcome to the Home Run with Friends podcast. We back at it, episode number six. It's been a while. It's been a little bit of a while. I, I know if you're listening, you're probably not understanding the production schedule for these episodes, but we're typically about a week in advance on them, if not more, sometimes. Yeah, uh, but not not this time. <laughs> not this week. We are. This is fresh. Yeah. We can talk about some topical stuff today, and it's going to hit your ears tomorrow, which is Wednesday or today, I should say, in podcast time. Yeah. So, uh, you know, let's take advantage of it. Let's talk about the hot topics of today. What are the hot topics of today? Well, real quick, as I always do. Got to intro the podcast a little bit. Welcome to Homework with Friends. This is the podcast for two friends. I'm Logan. I'm Dalton. And we assign each other fun homework assignments every week. It's kind of a high school podcast. Uh, yeah, it's it's grade school podcast. Grade school podcast. It dives into college a little it, bit. It's grade school <laughs> as far as the level of education you're getting. Oh, yeah, you're not learning that much. <laughs> yeah, don't don't come away from this thinking you're doing anything educational. There's a reason we're under the comedy section of iTunes, loosely comedy. You can just say your comedy and people... Believe it, I guess. Anything could be comedy to somebody, I guess. Yeah, if you're chuckling out there. But guess what? Great comedy comes with great tears as well. Boy, yeah, it's feeling weird to be to take such a hiatus. What are we at? We had, took like six days off? No. More than that? Well, I mean, we, we should have recorded last week, but yeah. we haven't recorded since last Friday. Damn. So that in time comes out to... Wow. How's math going? <laughs> <laughs> this is why we haven't done a math assignment. This is uh, eleven days. Um, but yeah, we had we had some excuses. Oh no! Why. What? Popo. Uh oh. That's definitely getting picked up. <laughs> oh, you're gonna hear. You guys are gonna hear that. Yeah, don't worry about us. We're hidden far underground. Uh, no it's okay. We'll us. be. Yeah, we'll be all right. But uh, yeah, um, you went out of town. I went out of town. I went home for Memorial Day weekend. It was fun. Oh, first, can we? We need to take a time out. Okay. We're scattered all over the place right uh, now. We're, I'm kind of. I, I came in hot. I came in. I'm too. juiced up right <laughs> now. Uh, I have to start out by oh, giving yeah. a shout out. Uh, some <laughs> some good, wonderful people heard my complaints from the last podcast. Yes, which were that everybody was sending the wine money to Logan, and I was getting nothing. And by everyone, I mean super fans Robbie and Kaylee. Yeah, uh, other super fans Steve Caro and Claire Manoli mm-hmm. decided to take it upon themselves to hit your boy up with Whoa, some money. That's but exciting. I'm it, still coasting off my money from the previous week. I myself some Sutter home. It's very exciting. However, Steve's came with stipulations. The money he sent me could only be used for a four loco. <laughs> so I'm off the wine tonight, guys. If things get a little wacky, it's because <laughs> I'm doing four loco gold tonight. Ooh, four my, loco. My first four loco in four years. Four years since I a guess four loco. That's kind of cathartic. Four loco was an interesting thing that really hit college hard in a big way in 2010. It was the big, it was like such a big part of our freshman year. I think my go to. Going out beverage, a because um, and sorry, mom, but yeah, I drank underage. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know that uh, she does. She's an avid listener, by the way. Anyway, uh, yeah, I remember a go-to order for the upperclassmen who would buy us booze. Yeah, would be since I didn't really want to deal with too much money, a mm-hmm. and b like a complicated order. I'd just say, pick me up two four locos. Yeah, that, that lasts you the weekend. 
could last you the weekend. That was the old. Cases. That was the old Four Locos. In the old Four Locos, which had the caffeine. And yeah, that messed you up. That well, because then well, in those days, I guess you really only you had to drink your Four Loco, then you'd go sna- like get free beers from people at parties. Yeah, try to go somewhere and get like for, a couple yes, Bud Lights, five hours for much hassle. <laughs> <laughs> so you really wanted to get good and toasty before you got and out at there. The ripe age of. 18 i weighed about 155 pounds <laughs> so you took two sips of four loco I was like, and blacked out. but i remember it was like i mean it was dangerous for people to be that into four locos it was a pretty high octane drink dangerous stuff on those four locos. i mean it's as far as just like people getting way too drunk off of that yeah i remember we're uh, really getting topical here with the current events of today the current <laughs> of 2010's four yeah. loco epidemic <laughs> All right. <laughs> anyway, you if you're part of our core listener base, you get the Four Loco stuff. We you don't get need to it. Dive too much. But Dalton, I'm very excited to see you drink uh, that Four Loco. I saved the first sip for right now. What flavor do you have? The uh, Four Loco Gold, which Never is had it. a little special because that's a little higher percentage. <laughs> <laughs> Here it is, first sip. Ah, uh, <laughs> so. I want to hear what are the notes. What are you? It tastes. What are you tasting right now? Like somebody crunched up a bunch of sweet tarts, Ugh. and then put some Starburst and Skittles in with it, and then melted it with battery acid and put it into a can. Oh boy, do you mind? Can I take a sip? Take, I want to a, take sip. a sip now. It, what would you make it? What's it akin to? What is the flavor profile? I don't. Kind of peachy. Okay. It's a, it's, is it supposed to be just like energy drink flavored? It kind of smells like that. Kind of just energy drink like flavored. The only, the only fruity flavor I got was a little bit of peach, I think. Ugh. Okay, here we are. What if I like it? You probably will. I'm about to go. Doo, doo, <laughs> go. All right, here we are. It hurts my whole body. Ooh. So, yeah, Steve, that's for you. Thank you. Upon uh, first taste... It does taste kind of like a Red Bull or like a like a rock yeah. star, and then the rest of it's just awful. It's the only drink that I besides like maybe like a really hot cup of coffee that I can feel go all the way down uh, into my stomach. That's twenty four ounces of that. Yeah, it's gonna be a rough. That's good rough rock. podcast, guys. Ooh. All right, we're having fun though. But uh, on to topical issues, Roseanne got canceled. Roseanne got canceled. Didn't really watch it originally. Didn't watch it really at all. No. Uh, didn't watch a single episode of the reboot. No. So, guess covered that one. Yeah, Roseanne down. <laughs> you did it. You know. You know what you did. You know what you did, Roseanne. <laughs> you know what you did. Way to way to get everybody fired. And you heard your news here first from the Homework <laughs> <laughs> Friends podcast. Uh, I don't know what other current events are going on right so now. So many all the time. I can't give up with anything. Uh, I mean, there's several, but I don't know if they fit within the tone of the podcast too much. No, no. Skip. Let's say you, you know that, what. That was your topical. Roseanne's canceled. Roseanne's canceled. Boom. Boom. On to the next one. The boys are topical. How was it? You took a trip home. I took a trip home. It's been the first time home in a little while. It was nice to see everybody. Uh, It was Memorial Day, which uh, the past three Memorial Days, I believe, have been in a good way, but totally consumed by other people's weddings. Ugh. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Dalton just took a sip, and I don't know if you heard the last few sentences. <laughs> uh, you had a wedding every Memorial Day? So ever since I graduated, I've had a, a wedding every single Memorial Day, three years in a row. 
I may have two. I just don't remember. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> but you kind of—it's a nice three-day weekend that I've taken for granted before. Yeah. Uh, and I even took a little bit of extra time off work, which was nice. Yeah. yeah so I feel um, not rested. I don't want to go back to work tomorrow <laughs> at all. Uh, but it was it, nice to be home. Traveling, it always kind of makes like even if it's like a little vacation. I mean, just even the five like what like five hour drive back home. It was for you? five hours, that, and that, that takes it out of you. Luckily, I was like straight little kidding it up in the back seat with like <laughs> playing video. I had like games. giant headphones on a Nintendo Switch, and then like an iPad on my lap that I had connected <laughs> to my phone's hotspot, so I could like watch some stuff if I wanted to. <laughs> All I was missing was like a lollipop. Yeah. Which I got at the gas station. Did you get a lollipop? No, I didn't get, I, I did, did you get, get treats at the gas station? I did. I I, I kind of pig out on road trip treats. I think sometimes. it's acceptable too. Uh, there's a speedway that we typically stop by going home, and I got a 32 ounce Speedy Freeze. Okay. Half Mountain Dew, half Cherry, little makeshift Code Red. <laughs> then I also got a corn dog, a little barbecue sauce on that corn yeah. dog, and a big old slice of pepperoni pizza. And I had a tummy ache. <laughs> I didn't I feel good. Yeah, I didn't so feel good after that. That's tough, man. All the during was good. But it was good to be home. It was nice uh, to be back in not the city mm-hmm. as much as that. We haven't been living here too long. Yeah. But the landscape gets kind of repetitive when you live anywhere. So it was nice to go back to just like a burb. And yeah, just about hang every, out. everywhere looks the same. Oh, we went ham. This is a good. This is back to relating to uh, some, uh, some high school related topics. Mm-hmm. But my nephew graduated high school, so I got to see one of the high... one of the reasons you went back. One of the main reasons yeah. I went well, primary well, I was off, but also ne- <laughs> yeah. Cole, nephew Cole, good for you, man. But uh, it was kind of interesting to see a high school graduation again. I hadn't thought about it in a while. Uh, I saw my stepsisters, but that was still. I think that was in 2014. Oh, yeah. So, so it's it been a while. It didn't feel that much different. It was in the same place that I graduated with. He's from a, a similar suburb that I graduated from where we just had these massive high school class sizes, mm-hmm. of, which I'm based on what I've told other people is a lot bigger than what they experienced. But he had like maybe 600 people in his graduating class. I had yeah. a little bit over that. It was long. Yeah. It was 45 minutes hearing them just name the names even small ones are exhausting and then the principal went up there and he seemed like a good guy he was kind of like maybe mid-30s he was kind of relating to the kids a little bit more and a principal that's like uh that's a respect kind of principal you you worked your way up people liked him i mean i like my principal but she's a little bit older but um not so i couldn't relate to her (laughs) 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 but he had this framing device for his seemingly five hour long speech um, their high school mascots, the Firebirds. So he kept going. Hashtag, we are Firebirds. And then he'd go into like a little thing about his speech. Huh. And then it would break up one section. And then he'd go, hashtag, we are a Firebirds. <laughs> and like the first couple of times people were pumped up because it was like mm-hmm. all the cool. It was, he was like naming people who were doing ROTC. He was naming like valedictorians. Um, like all the really impressive people of the class. Yeah. And then by like the third or fourth time he did it, there was an audible groan <laughs> in the entire auditorium <laughs> where he was like, hashtag we are firebirds. And you just see all these 17, 18 year olds going like, man, we gave you two. You got to stop saying, you got to stop cut off. How many literally more, saying hashtag. How many more did he do? Just three? He likes, well, I think he did maybe four total. Okay. Maybe, I mean, if you're out there, principal, 
and you want to dispute this, you can come on the podcast and <laughs> tell me all you want. But I think he did one last one. But it, it tied up the speech to where like I'm probably kind of a, a dickhead for even like making fun of him for doing yeah. it. But um, it was great, and they, they ended the speech really nicely. There was like a um, a kid who om- like almost didn't graduate because of a disability. He got injured. Uh, he was a wrestler, but he had a stroke, and it was really touching. It was great. Yeah. It was amazing. So I I, I don't want to mock that too much because that was pretty powerful at the end. But it was funny, kind of hearing like the 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 students kind of trying to pick up on his like lingo yeah. <laughs> out of it. But he pulled himself out. He did a good job. Hey, that's good. It was good. You did. You touched on you. You went themed. Yeah. For the weekend. <laughs> but then, uh, but then also, me and one of my brothers uh, said as we were leaving, like, which one person gave a speech at? Because they had all the eighteen-year-olds giving the speeches. Yeah. Like all the, they didn't have like a keynote or anything like that. We just thought it'd be funny if there was like a jaded twenty-something going up there, going like, "Yeah, yeah, <laughs> this is your day. This Enjoy is it." it. Best years of your life. Soak up the Thrown next. Thrown out the door. Four to five years, building as much debt as possible, <laughs> and dig your way out. <laughs> it would be nice to see one day. Yeah. How's your weekend? What did you do, man? I had a pretty classic Memorial Day weekend. Classic mid-twenties Memorial Day Ooh, weekend. Ooh, I want to hear all about it, because it's going to be real hashtag relatable. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, I just drank so much. <laughs> <laughs> Just really did did some damage to my body. Uh, so we had some friends in town, uh, friends of both of us, but Logan left. I did. Uh, and they were staying with some of our peeps here in Chicago, uh, so I didn't have to do too much hosting, which was nice. But we went to the beach on Friday, or no, on Saturday, and just spent like four plus hours at the beach mm-hmm. and just drank the whole time <laughs> uh and i don't think anybody went there with the intention to get super drunk uh but it happened it's what we did <laughs> and i came back to some hardcore napping and then just stayed in for the night <laughs> but then sunday we had a nice cookout it was really good food we had a, like, a very good time but we just once again Got Start, way too drunk. Got way too drunk, and I just my Memorial Day was spent hung over. <laughs> <laughs> Friends coming into town are the best distraction to help break up any sort of routine. Yeah, but also are just such wrecking balls. They are. If, I got if they want to be nothing done. <laughs> Absolutely nothing done. Uh, barely squeaked this homework assignment. <laughs> oh yeah, I for having a. Basically, we should have recorded before I even left. Oh, absolutely. And I had four days. Basically, all I had done was I watched a brief documentary about mm-hmm. my topic, and then I did the rest this morning. <laughs> well, I guess in total, the homework assignment took me like an hour mm-hmm. to do uh, what I was actually working, but I was so hungover that I spent like eight hours doing <laughs> Just like working for five minutes and then strolling away and then coming back and working for five minutes i just went straight up high school with my homework assignment in terms of like delaying it to the very last Mm -hmm. minute like i was kind of interested in it yeah but also i was like i'm gonna have to like write stuff out and if i'm gonna make this interesting i'm gonna have to actually like structure it a little bit and i was just like oh this this one and holes the very first one we did felt the most like high school homework to me yeah i could see the most the most like high schooly type of science yeah yeah uh, which was the point you did a good job and i uh i did the same thing i finished mine well i was i was thinking we were going to record yesterday we pushed it back again pushed it back <laughs> uh 
I finished mine about 15 minutes before you walked in the door. <laughs> oh, yesterday? <laughs> yeah, expecting to record like right away. <laughs> Congratulations. Uh, so, I, you know what? We've been talking about this homework. We might as well just dive into it. Dive into it. Let's dive into homework. We don't. Have, we've been hanging out for about the past twenty-four hours straight, so we don't have too much more catching up to I do. Have a ton for you. We don't have a lot, guys. This is going. We're going to make this a concise one for you. We've heard your feedback. The beginning's long. We get it. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're moving on. All right. So uh, my homework for this week was to learn about the the twelve core Greek gods, also known as the Olympians. Yeah. And basically, that was kind of as much structure as I had for it. So. I can dive into that. Yeah, go for it. You go first. Oh, you, oh I'm going. Woo. I guess you're the head of the class, so you decide. I am the head of the class. Hmm. What do I want to do? <laughs> um, you know what? I want to exercise my power. I want to hear yours first. Okay. I'm telling you, man. That's fine. I want to hear your homework first. A big ridiculous show. Zero consequences either. <laughs> yeah, that's true. No one could do anything to me. I'm I'm untouchable. Yeah, he's kind of untouchable. He was the dunce last week, and you know what? How much he thought about that since he heard that? Zero times. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, let's give us an overview of your homework, and then we'll dive into uh, it. So I had to. You, you assigned me to make a like five to ten minute radio drama. Mm-hmm. Hit it right on the nose. Didn't even realize I did at five oh three. Yeah. And the reasoning um, would be get you a little bit more familiar with editing software, yeah, using uh, the mics. Really, first time doing it. Yeah, uh, since like eighth grade uh, math class. I'm excited to hear about. It. Before we dive into it, let's hear a little bit about the process. What was? Uh, well, we did I, a little study sesh together. Did we? Well, I didn't do a study sesh, but I helped get you set up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so we did that. You get, you ran me down with the basics, which I didn't even realize that I still knew from from that yeah, time it did it did kind of feel like i was trying to be a very relatable teacher and you were like a straight up teenager going like i get it uh that was probably what all my teachers felt like always <laughs> I, I sympathize with them greatly because you're kind of like yeah 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 and i remember there was one time where i was like all right now you show me what to do and you didn't remember it. <laughs> and you're like i got i got it <laughs> I was like, okay, show me how you get to the mic. And you're like, clicked on a couple wrong things. <laughs> and I was like, try this one. You're like, oh, yeah, I know that. Duh, don't fuck it. Just, I was getting there. It's because you're looking. I was exploring some other stuff, all right? <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it wasn't really. It was pretty easy. Mm-hmm. The hardest part was actually coming up with an actual radio drama to do. Okay. They're not that interesting. Yeah. Um, Pretty I don't know, pretty dead form of content. Because, <laughs> uh, like, what, like, think, like, I don't even have, like, a podcast I know that's, like, like, a drama where there's, like, actors and actresses, like, actually doing voices. They and, like, do doing... it a lot on This American Life and stuff like that. I don't listen to it. Uh, well, like, sometimes, because they'll always have, like, this is a story in three acts, and then they'll yeah. try to connect one together, and sometimes it's just, like, a fiction author or, like, somebody like BJ Novak will just, like, write a script for something and perform mm-hmm. it with someone uh, so that's kind of what I was going for. It was also one of my first projects I had to do in my audio for the media class in college where we had to like collaborate with some other people, write something and put it together. So it, it isn't a bad project for like learning how to do multiple tracks and yeah. mixing stuff together. I think having 
other people around. I could have tried to get more other people around, but I just tried to do it myself. The world was your oyster there. It was. I also could have written a script, but I improved it. <laughs> I am getting more and more excited to hear this. Uh... So, yeah, I, I could have made it easier on myself. I didn't. I was just like, I don't even know what to write for this. And I didn't. Like, I just spent the whole weekend drunk. So <laughs> I didn't want to, like, try and find other people to do, like, voice acting for me. Yeah. So, all in all, I think I did a good job. Um, it's not a great story. Tell me about the, the ups and downs of recording. Was anything frustrating or anything come naturally? Um, it all came pretty naturally, actually. Like, it really wasn't that hard. It just, it just wasn't. <laughs> no technical uh, difficulties? No, like, annoying things happened at all? No, I, surprisingly, like, making my own sound effects went pretty easy. Yeah. I had a pretty solid time with that. Um, <laughs> oh, you are a blessed man. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, yeah, I don't... I thought we might have a little bit more drama around this radio drama. There wasn't. Huh? There wasn't. It went pretty quick. How about uh, that? You guys, like the like the there's no drama around it. the The points off are gonna come with the voice acting <laughs> and the story. Um, but yeah, yeah, you know, dive into it, baby. All right, let's dive into it. We'll do. Uh, I guess we'll do like a little critique afterwards. Talk about it, and yeah. then uh, we'll dive into uh, my homework. You know, you know, that's the that's how the podcast goes. I don't know why I went down that tear, but I we'll pull. <laughs> It's just uh, life. Life's hard when everything comes naturally to you, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Points off already. <laughs> All right, here we go. Oh, started a little bit earlier. All right. God. All right. Dawn. I told you it goes right into it, man. Do you want to cue it up at all, or? Uh, I think it's best not to. <laughs> it's best not to cue it up. So we're gonna listen to this. Uh, hopefully, the audio works nicely. Uh, through the speakers. If not, we'll have to cut in some stuff later. So here we go. This is Dalton's Radio Drama. Tony. Tony, did you hear that? I heard a loud bang come from the kitchen. Tony, wake up. Telling me, Dalton, that you had probably like six days to, to do this homework assignment to make this this great radio drama that you could put a lot of effort into, and this this is what you're you're coming up with. This is what you got for us. Um, I just I don't I don't get why why like why it's turning out this way. It just it's it's not starting out great. You're you're right. You're right. Uh, <laughs> I apologize. Um, 
I've I discovered I kept trying to make good radio dramas, and it turns out that they just suck. <laughs> People had a pretty terrible form of entertainment for a while. Uh, they're not that cool to do. There's not really any like good way to do it. Like you, if you can't, like, it just it's always going to turn out boring. I don't have a bunch of voice actors to help me out. I'm not. I don't do a good female southern accent. Uh, and clearly that was the only option for this, was to do that. So, I mean, what what is a boy to do? You make some, you're making some valid points, but let me just ask you this. Are you happy with the way that things are, are shaping up right now? Do you think that this is presentable to, to give to the audiences? Well, I mean, I, I think there's only, there's only one audience. I don't know why you're making it plural. It's a little, a little weird. But uh, no, I don't think it's presentable. They're not going to enjoy this. This isn't a fun thing for them. Listen, <laughs> listen to this nonsense. So, like, what, what would be the, what's the best route to go? I don't, I'm, do you have any suggestions? I've got a couple of ideas. Um, yeah, one that's a little bit crazy if you just play along with me. It, it, might, it might work out. <laughs> Well, uh, let's see what you got for me. Let's go ahead and try and salvage this homework assignment, my man. Yes, 1923. Our hero, Dalton Lee, is strolling down the street when he sees the most beautiful face he's ever laid eyes on. What's, uh, what's up, man? What's going on? You didn't, you didn't like it? I thought that was a pretty solid start. We could have riffed on that for a little bit if you put a little effort in. Ah, man, that was, honestly, that was just the worst way to go with it. I just, I think I'm one foot out the door on on it. I don't, I just, I think we got what we needed. It's time to just maybe call it a wrap. Just, let's just walk away from this while we still have a little bit of dignity. I guess if you want to call it quits, there's nothing I can do about it. I can't stick around and make this on my own. Um, yeah, it's. Let's just walk. Let's walk away. I guess you want to be a big baby. Uh, all, all right, man. Get, you know what? Don't call me a fucking baby. You're not, <laughs> you're not as handsome and charming as you think. You piece of shit. Uh, I'm I'm out of here. Just get over yourself. Oh, okay. Real mature. Get personal with it, you sociopath. Just go ahead and keep on walking. Walk out the door. <sighs> I apologize to. All the listeners out there, uh, we tried our best, I guess, to make the radio drama. My partner was a bit of a dick. Uh, <laughs> I guess, I guess that's a wrap on it. I'm gonna go ahead and clean up shop, and uh, maybe, maybe we'll get there someday, guys. That's about the end. That's the end of it. Yeah. <laughs> That's the whole thing, man. All right. Good round of applause. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. All right. That was, you know what? You're pretty so, you're pretty self-deprecating going into it, but initial yeah. reactions, I got a kick out of it. Yeah, now that I, well, I didn't want to give too much away. Now afterwards, I went a I went a different route. You went meta. I thought one, it would it was funnier. It and, was. And two, I mean, I don't know what the other one was. I was actually be. able to get like more working parts in doing it that way, like more practice, like 
You were. Making it sound like they were talking from different sides of the room, like you yeah. showed me. And then, like, adding in some sound effects while they're talking and them talking over each other. Yeah, there wasn't a ton of criteria for the radio drama itself, yeah. which I think maybe lent itself to some creativity. Mm-hmm. But what I'll say was I, ve- I was very impressed with the cold open with the southern couple, which I enjoyed. <laughs> Don, I don't know if you hear the fridge going right now, but Don's going back in for another glug of that four loco. Oh, baby. But, um, yeah, back to the assignment. I really liked the opening. I liked the kind of cut, cut, cut uh, going into you talking to yourself. That was pretty introspective. That was interesting to listen to. It seemed fairly in line with... Uh, with your worldview, and <laughs> <laughs> was a, I will say, a charming self-deprecation, which can sometimes be tough to pull off. Like no one always likes a guy who's like, "Hey, eh, you're always down on yourself." Like, yeah. Bah, bah, bah. But that was like you basically. That's what happens in my head, guys. Shit talking yourself, which that's, was that good. Is, that's how I live every day. And then I like too, and I didn't put this as part of the criteria, but you know. If this was like a formal assignment in a class, it probably would have stuff like, we need to see multiple acts within the Mm -hmm. radio drama. We need to see different things happen. We need to hear action. So you had like the doors in there. Um, uh, I would say you had a good, as far as, what am I trying to say here? Good world building. You know what I mean? Okay. A good, good yeah. commentary on what you were doing, which was good to hear. The whole radio drama's being boring. <laughs> I got a kick out of it. Um, yeah, though. What you know? What I had, I had a sound, some sound effects in there that didn't. They never. I was never gonna be able to get them right. I yeah, one it's thing, tough. I was having uh, like blankets ruffling. Oh. I tried. That was the one hard part, I guess. Yeah. <clears throat> of anything, I was trying to get that. I just couldn't get it. Yeah, so I would say at the very base level, what you did was very solid. It was good cutting. I think you excelled, and the listeners at home will agree. The dialogue in between people talking was solid. There was that moment where the guy was doing the radio voice, like, and then you were talking underneath him, and you got louder and louder, and then Mm -hmm. eventually cut him off. sounded great. That was awesome. It sounded like actually two people talking to each other. And leading up into that, some of the toughest parts... When you are maybe doing a voiceover for an animation or trying to do voiceover in general, is making those breaks in between dialogue sound natural and mm-hmm. actually sound like people talking to each other, which is really hard when it's just you. Yeah, so that was solid. Um, I did. Well, I found that I got pretty good. I didn't really have to cut a lot. I got pretty good at just timing out, like thinking in my head, like doing exactly that in my head, like talking that part while I'm oh, speaking okay. the part. So it was kind of easy for me to like just blend things together. Tweak it a little bit. Yeah, I didn't really have to cut a whole lot or do too much. The only thing I noticed, and um, I don't want to get too far into grades, but just talking about the audio in general, there was some like popping in between lines of dialogue, meaning that there might have been like a little bit of a gap before you spoke again, which Mm -hmm. is like when the audio cuts back in abruptly when there's no audio around that. Which only happens when stuff isn't blended all the way. I gotcha. Which isn't bad, but it's just one of those things. It's like an easy fix where you just kind of fade it in mm-hmm. before something else happens or you put some background noise in. So maybe some ambient noise would have helped all of it out. Did you hear the siren? That's yeah. Why I laughed out. That's why I laughed harder when there's a siren at the beginning <laughs> of this one. Hey, we live like, in oh, Chicago, baby. It happened to me. It's the mean streets. We're going to hear some sirens. It happened to me. I could have easily re-recorded the part. I just didn't want it. I thought it was fine. It (laughs) sounded good. I kind of knew what was happening for the most part. (laughs) But overall, man, that was really good. I was impressed. I thought it was fun. Thank you. 
what did you like the most and what did you hate the most about just the actual recording and kind of the riffing with yourself? Uh, I liked just goofing around and doing the voice yeah. myself. It was fun to just improv a little story. <laughs> um, there's nothing that really bugged me too much. Um, some of just the tweaking things mm-hmm. so much just gets a little tedious, but... It was only it was only five minutes. It yeah, wasn't like a... <laughs> I can't tell too much. But as you said earlier, it's it's a bigger endeavor than you think it is to get five minutes of like scripted recording down. Yeah, it's annoying, especially when you're cutting all of it together. Did you do any of? I can't tell right now because I don't have headphones in. But maybe the listeners at home will know before I even ask this question. But did you fade from left to right at all yeah. on it? Yeah. Oh, nice. so it'll sound a lot more in headphones. Uh, like I'm people t- talking to yeah, each other, I'm talking from different sides of the room. That's cool, man. Yeah. It was good. That's some next level production stuff. I didn't do it with the the southern couple because they're supposed to be laying in bed right next to each other. So it wouldn't have worked yeah. as well as like a done. Yeah, I like and the voices were different enough too. Mm-hmm. I think when you're you're talking to yourself, it's good to have a little bit more. Audio yeah, hopefully the listeners at home will pick up on that a little bit. Yeah, then. overall, I I'd hope they're impressed, and I'm thoroughly impressed. Hi, thanks, buddy. And you said at the beginning, radio dramas are boring. You know what? I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think our listeners are going to have a kick listening to that. That's one man's opinion. Uh, get some stomps from upstairs. Yeah, we got some stompy boys. But, uh, but yeah, if we did that every single week, maybe it'd get a little bit tired. But I dug it. Hey, I thanks, liked man. it. I thought it was fun. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> I got to say to to the listeners who are still with us, this four look is not going down well. <laughs> This has been painful. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Dalton's Four Loco Update. Dalton, give us the update out there in the world. Every sip is misery. I'm not even halfway through the can. Uh, that's, I, just, I, I don't have a lot for you guys. That's it. You heard it here first. This is Dalton's Four Loco Update, brought to you by Four Loco Gold. 14% alcohol, 100% regret. That was good. You should be a sponsor for them. Thank you. Thank you. Also brought to you by Steve Vaccaro, this week's number one fan. Oh, are we going to start doing that? Uh, <laughs> number one fan of the week. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will say one thing. My number one fans did not send me any Venmo money from last week. How long do you think they could sustain paying for your wine? They could I, live I, off. They no, could live I think normally. one is more than generous. I am really not getting greedy. Thank you guys so much. I appreciate it. Oh, boy. Um, if I ever get, become jobless at some point, maybe it'll become a little bit more critical. <laughs> actually begging on the podcast. <laughs> like, actually, for real, you guys, I need $4 for this. <laughs> Papa needs his medicine. All right, uh, should I dive into my homework? Yeah, get on with the homework. <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's the name of the podcast, ain't yeah, it? Get, get on with it. All right, so it's time for Logan's homework. Logan's homework. Uh, so my homework this week was to learn about the Greek gods and goddesses. Want to be inclusive here. Mm-hmm. And so I took it, I think your directions, if I'm reading you back correctly. <laughs> what are you laughing about? <laughs> I want to be inclusive. <laughs> <laughs> like they're not already part of the original 12. <laughs> like you're really going out of your way to be inclusive. <laughs> Sorry, man. It's 2018. I want to catch up with the times. <laughs> so my job was to... I guess give you a report on the 12 Greek gods and goddesses and I also I took that as giving some context around them I just wanted anything anything about and to frame it a little bit what I want what I was the most interested when you mentioned it was like we've heard these names before we know about Zeus we've heard of Aphrodite yeah we know about all this junk but we don't know a ton about the origins of it by and large we kind of know how they're depicted in stories like the Odyssey and things like Mm -hmm. that and the different things that people will encounter 
if you're a video game junkie like this guy over here, you know about God of War. God of War. God of War and all the things that Kratos has to do. But for me, I kind of wanted to learn about the practical side of it, maybe why they were invented, and a little bit of the origins of the gods themselves. Yeah, hit me with it. All right. I'm listening. <laughs> you got a captive audience. You keep looking at me. I don't know what you want from me. I don't know if you want <laughs> So I want to dive into the Greek gods and a little bit of their origins right now, and we really have to start at the beginning. Psych. We're cutting to the fall of the Titans. So before the Greek gods, the Olympians, there were the Titans. Yeah, Thanos. <laughs> Thanos the Mad Titan, <laughs> who collected all the Infinity Stones to, yeah, as we all know, destroy half of the Avengers. Yeah, uh, well, not just half the Avengers, half the, <laughs> of the, the universe. Of the planet. In the universe. Uh, and that's why we're still alive today, guys. So thank Thanos before you go to bed tonight. Yep, thank Thanos. And that ends the podcast. <laughs> uh, so, but, so there was the Titans, who were kind of the overarching deities at the time. And what they had was the Ten-Year-Long War of the Gods, also known as the Titanomachi. Titanomachi, I think, is how you pronounce it. I'm not going to spell it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, of the Titans, there was two main Titans. There was Gaia, the Earth Mother, and there was Uranus. Or Uranus. (laughs) uh, Who was kind of the ruler of the cosmos and the beyond. Um, but they're overthrown by Kronos, who is the, the Titan of time or Kronos, I believe. So Kronos becomes a king and he marries his sissy Rhea. <laughs> he marries his sissy. <laughs> marries his sissy. And in doing so, um, they just get at it. They have a bunch of sex. They keep making babies. But here's the thing. Kronos doesn't like having babies because what, what he, he killed his dad. So he's afraid if he makes a little baby, that that baby's going to come kill him. Spoiler alert, he's right. <laughs> he's not <laughs> wrong. So every time they make a little baby, uh, he eats it. Like he's like, give he me eats the, the baby. Yeah, the, the Rhea will get pregnant, as what happens, pre baby. And he will consume the child. Uh, but Rhea's like not super into it. She doesn't partake. Rhea doesn't like the babies getting eaten. Okay, yeah, she doesn't, <laughs> she doesn't, eat, she doesn't eat with them. She does not. What does she eat? It's not a dish. <laughs> food i don't know not babies okay well seems a little weird yeah they don't so, eat dinner together <laughs> yeah i guess that's that marriage is gonna stick yeah might as well get separate beds so cronus eats all the babies uh and then scared of the same fate but one of these days ray is like i want to i want to keep one of these babies so mm-hmm. guess who that baby was i don't know zeus, zeus. it's zeus yeah. so she pops out zeus and then to trick cronus she feeds him a rock how does he not tell the difference? It's a Greek fable, man. I don't know. No, these are. This is real. <laughs> yeah, this actually happened. So she feeds him a rock, and then does he gets... she put any like blood on the rock or anything? Like, does she, <laughs> no, does she... she dress the rock up like a baby, she or doesn't... she just like throw it in his mouth and say, "That's the baby." Uh, here's the baby. <laughs> Eat it up, gobble gobble. Ooh, wish I could have some. Ah, oh, this is a lot crunchier than the <laughs> He's other. He's like, baby. "Wow, this is a heavy baby. What were you eating, girl?" <laughs> so he eats the baby. Or so he thinks. But um, Zeus ends up surviving as, mm-hmm. uh, as a servant of Cronus. So he makes his way up the ranks as a servant. So he poisons, uh, poisons old Cronus. And then in doing so, Cronus had a little bit of backup in his intestine and puked out all of Zeus's siblings. Oh, what? Yeah. So he pukes out Hestia, Demeter, Harry, Hera, so his three sisters, mm. 
and then he pukes out Hades and Poseidon. I feel like I know all this stuff, but I'm just getting reminded of it, and I'm glad about it. And then the world is split amongst the brothers, Zeus, Hades, and Poseidon. So Zeus gets the skies, Hades gets the underworld because he mm-hmm. likes it down there, and Poseidon gets the seas. So uh, that gives us uh, that gives us the gods. So they're mainly known as the Olympians, mm-hmm. and those are who sit primarily on Mount Olympus, as the name would dictate. Yes, um, thank you. Two notable exceptions who are technically Olympians, but they didn't really live on Mount Olympus, so there's some dispute amongst that, is that Poseidon would go live in the sea, so he yes. didn't spend a lot of time on Mount Olympus. And then Clearly. Hades would spend time in the underworld because he's a bit of a hermit. Yeah. He doesn't like the company of other people. So what I'll do right now is I'll run down the 12 Greek gods and a little bit about what you would pray to them for, their name meeting, and if I got a fun fact, a fun fact. If you, if you have a fun fact. If I, not all of them are that fun. All right. All right. So starting in alphabetical order, we got Aphrodite. That's my girl. Yeah, Aphrodite's a girl. Uh, Aphrodite, the name means risen from foam. What are you laughing at? <laughs> what kind of foam? I, I think the foam of the, the ocean. Sea foam? Yeah. That's not a great thing to rise from. It's all gross and yellow. Yeah, it's kind of gross. Well, Aphrodite was known as the gross goddess. Is it? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> so she was known as the goddess of fertility and love and beauty. Quite the opposite. So uh, during the Trojan War, Aphrodite fought on the side of Paris. Aphrodite and her son Eros, also known as Cupid, because he likes shooting those arrows. Swing! Eros! teamed up to cause Zeus to fall in love with a human named Europa. Aphrodite was unfaithful to him and had it... Er, ooh, what? <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't know, man. You wrote it. I did write this. Um, anyway, there's not a lot of fun stuff about this, but you, you pray to her for uh, fertility and love and beauty. Yeah, those are three of my favorite things. And had two children, Cupid and Harmony. So if you think about it, beauty plus war created love and harmony. That doesn't seem to add up. Very fun. Very nice. The, the Greeks think about things in very fun ways. Seems like they took a lot more from their mom than their dad. <laughs> well, well, we'll get to Aries in a second. <laughs> well, yeah, I think I think you might think a little bit more. Um, so then we've got Apollo. So Apollo's name comes from some Greek roots meaning assembly and purify, but also destroy. Okay. Ooh. Um, so Apollo. Build, build you up to bring you back down. Hell yeah, that's Apollo, baby. So Apollo was a son of Leto and Zeus. He was born on the island of Delos. Uh, he and his twin sister Artemis, also an Olympian, shared an aptitude for archery. Okay. Yeah, so he is the god of music, poetry, and art. So he's what makes you get a liberal arts degree. So fuck you, Apollo. <laughs> fuck you, Apollo. <laughs> but he's commonly associated with like the muses and all that kind of stuff. Bachelors of Apollo. Yeah. What's that? Bachelors of Apollo? I don't know that. What? What is it? What are we talking about? I was making a joke about like Bachelors of Arts. <laughs> Got it. Yeah, we're going to need <laughs> clean take. All right. So <laughs> Would have been funnier if you got the joke. Yeah, I know. I uh, got my BA. No. Okay. Uh, then we got Aries. And uh, so Aries has got a word like you mentioned. What do you think his name means? Uh... I don't know, something, something to do with air. <laughs> I don't know, dude. Curse. Aries means curse? Mm-hmm. Isn't that spooky? What language? Greek. I don't know. <laughs> so he's the son of Zeus and Hera. Um, so that's, those are siblings. That's, Zeus is banging everybody. That's kind of Zeus's thing. We'll yeah. get into Zeus in a little bit. Uh, 
<laughs> he's he's the son of Zeus and Hera, both of whom hated him, <laughs> according to Homer. Yeah. Which who? How can we trust that person? You know, um, his both of his parents hated him. Is what you're saying? Oh, is that what you were saying? Hmm. <laughs> Dude, we're a mess. <laughs> Are you saying both of his parents hated him? Ares is the god of war, so you would pray to him if you wanted war. <laughs> you'd pray to you'd pray to him if you wanted war, or like while you're at war. While you're at war, he was the god of war. Uh, fun thing about him though is he was known as a coward. Oh. Yeah, and his family hates him for it. So Zeus and Hera tend to look at their son with little more than disdain. And his sister Athena uh, oversees war a little bit more than he does as far as who they would really pray to. So he's yeah. like the god. He's like the wrath and like the um, the ignorant side of war. Yeah. Not like the beauty of war or anything He's like, like just that. the getting mad part. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. I'm so mad. Ooh, ooh, I want to get you. <laughs> uh, but Athena is more like defense and strength and righteous battle, and Ares bows to her. He bows at her? Yeah. That's dope. Yeah, yeah. You know, power of women in Greek mythology. <laughs> so then we have Artemis. Artemis means safe. Safe, I guess. Uh, Artemis was the daughter of Zeus and Leto and the twin sister of Apollo. She was primarily a virgin huntress, goddess of wildlife and the patroness of all the hunters. She was an important goddess in the lives of women, especially when it came to marriage and young creatures. Young creatures. Young creatures. They're just creatures of, of all shapes and sizes? I would hope so. So goats. If you get... <laughs> yes, Artemis was the patron saint of goats. Goats and humans. And... <laughs> what other creatures are there? Huh? <laughs> That's it. Goats and humans. <laughs> so then we've got Athena. Uh, Athena is named after the divine mind. So Athena is the goddess of war. So as we mentioned earlier, she's the, the nicer side of war, or maybe just the more um, dignified side of war. That's probably a better way to put it. So the female counterpart to Ares, uh, she is one of the three virgin goddesses. Okay. So as we just talked about, Artemis was one of them, and Hestia is the other. And uh, Athena is also the guardian of Athens, okay. of whom she gets or whom she named. And the Parthenon served as her specific temple. That's, hey, look at that. The Temple of Athena. How about that? How about that? All right, you ready? You ready for the next one? Yep. <laughs> Demeter, also known as the Earth Mother. Demeter was the daughter of Kronos and Rhea. So, much like Zeus, she got puked up from the belly. Um, oh, she she's, is, yeah, she's one of the survivors. Yeah, she's one, she's one of the survivors. <laughs> Demeter Strong. She was the goddess of harvest and fertility. So there's a fertility festival in her honor that only women would attend in ancient Greece. Hey, look at that. Yeah, she's a nice woman goddess. I bet that was a fun festival. I bet it was. We wouldn't know. We wouldn't know. We wouldn't go. All right, then we've got Dionysus, which we've all heard of before. We all heard of that. She, uh, his name is a combination of Zeus and Nias. So Nias is the earthling of whom Zeus mated with to make Dionysus. How many people did Zeus have sex with? I'm pretty sure everyone. He's like Ric Flair, 10,000. <laughs> I think so. Zeus is going to publish a book pretty soon <laughs> tell you how he did it all. Um, but he's known, as, uh, he's known as the god of the vine. So you always see him pictured with a bunch of grapes and wine and whatnot. He's just the god of wine. Yeah, and he lo he loved himself some earthlings. So upon reaching adulthood, Dionysus wandered the earth, teaching men the culture of the vine. Dionysus was the last god to enter Olympus, and uh, like I mentioned before, he's half human, 
So he's one of the main ones attached to like earthly desires and yeah. things like that. So that's our boy Dionysus, and he is sponsoring this podcast today. Yeah, he does every week. He is the Greek god of Four Loco. Greek god of Four Loco. Four Loco is pretty much wine. Might as well be higher alcohol content. Then we've got Hades. Ooh, Hades. All right, tell me some stuff. I thought you were gonna jump in on that a little. No, bit. I don't want to do that. All right, so Hades, uh, his name, his name means the unseen one. So he is also called the god of wealth or the rich one because he possessed the precious metals of the earth. Hades had a cap or a oh, helmet that... Because they're all underground? I guess so. I didn't ask. <laughs> um, dear Hades. Was it because they were all underground? Amen. We'll see if he gets back to us. Uh, so Hades had a cap or helmet that made its wearer invisible. His wife was Persephone, Demeter's only daughter, uh, whom he kidnapped and made his queen. I have an aunt named Persephone. <clears throat> <laughs> why are you laughing i don't know why i'm laughing this <laughs> is such a goofy homework <laughs> presentation <laughs> keep going all right so that's hades um and yeah so he was uh he was a bit of a hermit like i mentioned before he didn't really like the other gods that much and he really just preferred the underworld so he so it's not like Hercules where he didn't like it and and Zeus made him go. He actually just like he was he's an introvert. He preferred it. I'm pretty sure that's it. I think he was like, he was I, like I hey, got actually, guys, here. I'm not a bad guy. I just like to be alone. He's like this makes sense to me down here. Yeah. He wasn't a well-liked god just because everybody associated with him de- with him with death and there really wasn't um Well, somebody's got to do the job. Yeah, there wasn't a heavenly perception of the afterlife so to to die was to die. So yeah. to see Hades was your last days. So people didn't love the idea of Hades. Um, but he himself is a bit of a misunderstood villain. He's yeah. not really a villain. He's still a god. Here's the thing. Somebody's got to scoop the poop, you know? Somebody's <laughs> got to do the tough job. I, you know what? Mike Rowe. Yeah. He's going to the underworld next season. Mike Rowe would have probably done well. With yeah. He would. Everybody out there in your liberal arts degrees, <laughs> I'm down here reaping souls. <laughs> Continue, please. Oh, thank you very much. I, thought, I didn't know if we were going into a bit or not. We've done too many bits We've that are done too many bits. already already got cut. You guys will never fucking hear them. All right, so now we have Hephaestus. Hephaestus. <laughs> <laughs> he turned around and he faced us. Yeah, named because he got an ugly face. <laughs> but that's true. Hephaestus was the only ugly god among the perfectly beautiful immortals. He was the workman of the immortals. He made their dwellings, their furnishings, and their weapons. And he's known as the god of fire. Oh, he's fiery. Because he's he's ugly and he's mad about it? Yeah. (laughs) Everybody else was made so perfect and I'm not. I made you a sword. (laughs) I'm so mad at you. Here's your stupid freaking sword. (laughs) Uh, Then we've got Hera, Mm -hmm. um, which means either season or it means heifer. Which one? Uh, It just depends on what you're talking about. Uh, apparently heifer because she had these big cow eyes. Cow eyes? They said she had these big old cow eyes, so they called her a heifer. I don't know how nice that was. <laughs> but she was the uh, queen of the Olympian gods. And in the story of the quest of the Golden Fleece, Hera was a gracious protector of the heroes. Hera had few, if any, redeeming qualities, and she never forgot an injury. That happened to her or somebody else? I guess Her? She was nasty. Who does? Do I people don't... forget their injuries? Oh, man. Who hurt me? <laughs> if I break my arm, I'm not going to forget it a year later. <laughs> uh, I'm going to keep running through these. <laughs> uh, we've got Hermes. Hermes. Hermes means? 
What? Messenger. Can't keep going. You're okay. telling me this. I, I just, you keep trying to quiz me. I'm not going to answer. I was going to do some interaction, but Hermes was considered a trickster due to his cunning and clever personality. He primarily served as the herald or messenger of the gods. Hermes was born in a cave on a mountain in Arcadia, and he was conceived and born within the course of a day. He's got wings on his shoes. Yeah, he said, I want to tell you all the good news. Swing! Woo! Woo! Zoom! Zoom! <laughs> then we've got Hestia. Hestia is the goddess of hearth, home, family, and state. Although Hestia appeared in uh, just a few stories, she was not overly significant in Greek mythology. She was a sibling to Demeter, Hades, Poseidon, Hera, and Zeus, so she's one of the ones that got puked up. Mm -hmm. And Hestia is completely <laughs> omitted from the works of Homer. And uh, of so basically she's not in the Iliad yeah. or the Odyssey. Do you know why? No. Okay. She didn't like him. She did, she chose to be omitted from the she, she didn't like Homer. <laughs> <laughs> he was writing them and she came down and was like, yo, leave, leave me yeah, out of that. Listen, man. I don't think this is going to catch on. Nobody's going to read this like a thousand years this from now. This is some hack bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so now we've got Poseidon. Poseidon. Do, do, do. He was always my favorite to study. Really? Yeah. What do you know about Poseidon? I don't know a lot. I remember I liked him when I was younger and, and learning about this stuff. Oh. A big water boy. Ah, you like that water. I like water. I like swam. You always pray to Poseidon. Yeah. So Poseidon was allotted his dominion after the fall of the Titans, uh, the dominion of the ocean. He wielded the trident, or three-pronged spear, mm -hmm. which is also a trident. I don't know why this article is telling me <laughs> the same thing twice. And this image of him is reflected in, in him. Ugh. Golly. And this image of him is reflected in most art. Poseidon was most notably the god of the sea and the protector of all the waters. Also was the god of earthquakes and horses, I learned. Earthquakes and horses? <laughs> Specifically those two Specifically things. earthquakes and horses. Oh, man, that's a pretty cool life. Yeah. I'm He's like, hey, I sea. hang out in the ocean, and I, could, I make all the horses run, and I make the, sh <laughs> the ground shake. <laughs> and then we've got our final one, our big boy. Zeus. 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 So then we've got our next boy, Zeus. Zeus was, uh, as we've mentioned before, he's the, he's the all-father. He's the one that you look to when you think of the Greek gods. He's the god of uh, thunder. He's the god of weather in general. Uh, he's the father of the frame... <laughs> the Framus. The Framus. The Framus. He is God of the very Framus Smerculees. Everybody love Hercules. Yeah, no, so he is the God of Hercules. The God of Hercules. God. Mm. Yo, you wasted that. I'm not, though. That's I, the I'm pretty drunk. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> he is the father of Hercules. <laughs> the name Zeus means bright or sky, and his weapon of choice was the thunderbolt. Zap! Thunderbolt, and uh, it was made for him by the Cyclopses. The Cyclopses mm -hmm. made him thunderbolts. Yeah, they liked him. Huh? Yeah, because once Zeus overtook the Titans, he became—he was—he was a little benevolent. He tried to reshape things quite a bit. Yeah, he was like, "Hey, I'm gonna be a cool leader, guys." Yeah, and the Cyclopses were like, "You know what? Cool leader needs a thunderbolt." Oh, cool leader needs a weapon. Thunderbolt's perfect. Here you go. Because he's going to be slaying ass all over this world. <laughs> Which, obviously, you need a thunderbolt for. 
Well, yeah, you're going to look stupid if you're doing without it. <laughs> <laughs> so those are the 12 Greek gods. <laughs> I apologize for those listening out. That was some great homework. Thank you. Um, we got a couple other stray observations here. Yeah, hit me with um, So I was interested a lot in why there were Greek gods in general. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people can only make the hypothesis that it was very much the same reason why we have gods today or in any form of religion was just to help um, explain the universe around them. So it was easy when there was things like earthquakes or things that were cataclysmic events to just justify them by saying, it was, well, it was a god that did it, or, or why is there thunder? Well, that's, that's Zeus. Zeus is just making some thunder up there, yeah. baby. Um, so they used that for a lot of things, and it was also just nice to have these deities that they could pray to and feel better about for certain things. So you're saying that God's just a way to explain things and something to pray to to make yourself feel better? Whoa. We just broke religion, baby. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it is. Yes. Continue with your observations, please. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I um I was interested in why we don't why why our kind of monotheistic Christian God is one of the prevailing ones, at least in America, or why we don't still have people who are very religious around the Greek gods. And there can was. I, can I give you my theory? I want to hear your theory. That's just too much stuff to know. <laughs> Scale it back to one, and you you only got to know one guy. <laughs> you, you know what? You're right. Yeah. Case closed. Closing my eyes. You got to know the person to pray to for everything. There's 12 different people you got to pray to. They all do different stuff. Yeah. Scale it back to one. Pray the same guy every day. You know what? Honestly, you're not 100% wrong. All right. So uh, I went to Quora.com, which is a place you can go to ask questions and people answer them. I didn't Mm -hmm. ask the question. This was answered about three years ago. But it was by Ben Hoff, who works at Mercer County Community College. And I'll summarize his response. Um, So basically, pagan beliefs, which meant just the, the older, archaic beliefs of multiple gods, started to become ostracized um, once we introduced kind of Christianity and monotheism, mainly because those multiple deity-based religions were very receptive to new gods and new saints. Because in their mind, the more people to pray to, the better, because the more people are looking out for you. Mm -hmm. I also learned that the Greeks also had a tomb for the unknown god, who they would go pray to just in case they weren't covering all their bases. (laughs) Seriously. That's a funny way to go about it. So um, once Christianity began to spread, it came to the Greeks, and they were like, okay, yeah, yeah, you got some saints, you got a god, that's perfect, sounds good. Hey, we'll hop on on that too. Might as well, who, who do we, where's the shrine? <laughs> Point me in the right direction, I'll start praying. Um, so they were into that, but then as Christianity began to take over and the more radical beliefs of it happened, they started to phase out the old gods and, and say they were sacrilegious mm. and against the main god. So they kind of had to stop believing in their gods as religiously as they had before, and they were relegated to just stories oh. and kind of ways to just explain certain things, but they became much more pop culture and much less the actual um, exercise of believing in them as a true god. Yeah, now they're just movie characters. Yeah. Huh. What do you know? Who got the one with all the power? Hercules! <laughs> I don't know if that's the right words or not. Um, but that's pretty much it. So now they're uh, just stories that we tell our kids at night. Yeah, I, I was a little bummed out that you didn't touch on the, the recent battle between Ares and Diana Prince. Uh, that was a big deal. 
I don't know about that. Oh! <laughs> Man, yes. you ain't catching none of my references So the, the Greek gods did not resurface until Wonder Woman came out in 2017. Yeah, she came. She, she showed her face finally again. Yeah, where... She? Wonder Woman? Oh. <laughs> I thought you were talking about Ares. No. <laughs> I wonder if I fight Aphrodite in the next one. No, she's going to fight... Like, you Kristen. think you're so pretty? Poof. No, she's going to fight Kristen Wiggs as the target woman. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my homework. Yo, that homework was dope. There was a lot to go over. I'll admit, I was a little sloppy. Wasn't the best. It wasn't too bad. It wasn't too bad. We had fun with it. We had some fun with it. We're going to have to listen to this all back to see what needs to get cut or not. So Yeah, anything could be bad. We'll, we'll, we'll have some... Let's get into some great motherfucker. Into some <laughs> All right, we're right back on the scene with the Dalton's Four Loco Report. Dalton, how you doing with the Four Loco? All right, we're 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 down to the last, I would say, quarter of the Four Loco. And I got to say, it's going down smooth now, baby. <laughs> so we're going to need y'all ranking out of 10. How do you rate this Four Loco? Oh, it's still one out of 10, but it is doing the job. hey and that concludes our Four Loco Report. Thank you so much for listening to Homework with Friends, brought to you by Four Loco, home of the bad decision. Now we're going to do grades now. Yeah, we're going to do grades now? We're going to do grades now. So we scored grades by accuracy quality effort and whoa all right and we're back with grades as the head of the class i will give my grades first so here we'll dive into it hit, hit me with it dalton you did good this week Damn, thanks bud i i like what you made so i'm gonna go ahead and give you the the one of the highest marks you got it's 25 out of 25 in accuracy you hey. made a radio drama i did yeah thanks it was great uh, i'm gonna give you a 20 in effort Primarily based on the fact that it was well documented within your radio <laughs> drama that you could have put more effort into it. <laughs> I'm going to give you a, in quality, I'll give you a 20. Okay. Uh, it was pretty solid, but like I mentioned before, there's some of those technical things. Maybe I would have liked a little bit more ambient noise in the background to kind of fill it out a little bit better. Yeah. Uh, not to get too nitpicky about it, but to me, it wasn't 25 work, but it was really good. And then. I'm going to give you a 25 out of 25 on Woe. Whoa. I was woed by it. I was tickled. Hey. It was fun to listen to. I really liked it. Thanks, man. So all in all, that gets you a 90, a solid A minus. A 90? Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I think I might have done some bad math here. <laughs> For loco math. I definitely did. <laughs> all right. So, let me just take a pause here. Okay. All right. Here we go. And now Logan, you're great. <laughs> With the highest. <laughs> Sorry, your face as you were saying that. And now Logan, you're great. <laughs> I know me saying that again didn't give the listeners your face, but I, I think you can imagine it. <laughs> All right. With the highest score of the four. Accuracy, 25 out of 25. Perfect. Thank I have you. no facts to call you on any of that. Good. What, what, what is a boy to do? Do, good we, to know. do we ever, should we even have accuracy as a category? I we, don't know. We might delete accuracy at some point. <laughs> Effort. Seems like you didn't try that hard. I gave you 18 out of 25. It's okay with me. Uh, it's fair. Quality. 
could have used a little bit more fun. I, w- I wanted a little bit more fun facts. I yeah. Think. I wasn't pleased with what I did either. 20 out of 25. Oh. More than I would have given me. Whoa. I went 18 out of 25. Yeah. It wasn't super woke. So it, it came out to be 81 out of 100. I think what I did was a solid B minus. It was not a, I C think, plus. I think it was a solid B minus. I'm a I'm a easy grader. Yeah. So I, I wouldn't go C plus. This is one of those assignments where you pull a kid aside from class. If I was doing well before this, and yeah. you're like, and you're like, hey man, what'd you have going on? Like, were you busy? Like, thanks, but come on, man, you can do better than that. You can do. Better. But if this is one of those assignments where if I never do anything and I turn that in, the teacher would be like, hey, <laughs> you know what? Stepping up your game. Marcia. Thanks for showing up. So uh, that was a. Uh, those were the homework assignments. Those were the homework assignments. Logan's the mofo dance. And then Dalton is the head of the class. Bing, 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 And that only leaves one last portion. Homework for next week. Homework for next week. So, okay, so we're, we're doing something a bit different. Yeah, we picked a theme. We kind of did it with the homework assi- by like week by accident. Of. But this is an actual chosen theme yeah. for the week. We're doing physical education. Physical education. So phys ed, PE class, some people's favorite course. A lot of people's least favorite course. It just depends on what side of the spectrum you fall on. <laughs> All right. Uh, Wait, I don't know what I meant by that. <laughs> yeah, neither did I. Okay. At uh, a point, some people's favorite course. Some people's least favorite course. It's all about personal taste. <laughs> you want to assign first? You want me to go first? I think I can assign first. Okay. Okay. So, because um, I'm assuming I'm going to be doing a physical challenge for you at some point or some type of physical challenge. Yeah. Okay, safe assumption. So I want to go the different route because you're already a physically inclined man. I'm not going to go make you do something physical. I'd be almost out of touch doing that. Um, one thing I never really knew much about was kind of what goes into being a PE teacher. Okay. As far as what do you do for those elementary school kids? Because I feel like we were just running around like crazy all mm-hmm. the time. That was a that was my major semester one. Oh yeah yeah yeah. So what I would like you to do is I'd like you to interview a PE teacher. Oh, damn. So find a current PE teacher. Um, any grade works. Uh, I want to know a little bit about what goes behind their curriculum building. Okay. So what does it look like in 2018 to build a physical education class for America's youth? Mm-hmm. And then I want to get a report on kind of like the trends in PE and a little bit of the history of it, if I can. Okay. So I know that's a lot in general. Now, can the history come from me? Because I feel like they're not going to know spot on history if I from the interviewer, you know, from the person I'm so inter- the, from the interviewee. The interviewer, I think, would be more, or the interviewee would be more like for stuff today, and then just like you can edu- you educate yourself on the history and then teach us back. Got it. Like when was it first introduced? Stuff like that. Okay. You ready for mine? Yes. You might want to type or write this down. This is this is. Something. So this is taking into account that we will record seven, five to seven days from now. Sure. Um, so if it's five, maybe a little hard. If it's seven, doable. Here we go. Ready? So your goal is to get 100 points total. Okay. Okay. Uh, you get one point per mile run. One point per 10 push-ups, one point per 20 sit-ups, or a variation of like an ab okay. workout, uh, one point per 30 squats, or three points per 10 burpees. 
And what I want you to do is you have to get you have to hit a hundred points by the time the next time we record. If it's sooner than we than we intend to, we can adjust it a little bit. We'll talk about that off okay. mic. Um, I say we just keep it a hundred. But I want you to keep a log of what you do to get those points, and then also a journal about how you're feeling that day and the okay. next day and stuff like that. Have to have how you're feeling after this time. So, okay. And for those of you who listen who you don't know Logan, he stays in decent like he stays in all right shape. All right. Above average. Yeah. Above average. You you're a runner, but yeah. you don't do much like weight trainer. No. Like work like like any type of body Just weight enough stuff. to maintain. Yeah. So so this is going to be a bit of a challenge for mm-hmm. him. He's going to be a little sore. Ooh. Uh it's a nice little Physical education mm. jumpstart into getting that summer bod. I want to get my summer bod, so this really helps me out. I like yeah. this. Yeah. All right. I guess that's it for the week. You guys, this was a good episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, as always, thank you for listening. If you want to connect with us, you can email us at homeworkwithfriends at gmail.com. Our episodes are available also on YouTube. Uh, sometimes we post some special clips from that, such as last week's Dalton's Fashion Special. Mm-hmm. Um, in addition to that, you can always comment and rate us on iTunes with any potential homework assignments you'd like to see or any feedback that you have. And we appreciate you listening. Thanks, dudes. Do your homework. <laughs> <laughs>